Hi guys, it's me. Um, so I figured one of the things that I can talk about today is the importance of resilience, um, especially during times like these. And whether it is the situation of COVID and how every single individual is affected by it, whether mentally, physically, emotionally, um, it's there. Every single person in the world uh, is affected by this COVID. Um, and maybe I'm saying it too strongly, but because it's literally uh, existent in every, every particular country, it's really kind of hard to uh, not think about it. Uh, and the other part is, you know, how naturally I think we all in some ways find ourselves fantasizing of how we want to kind of go away, um, need a vacation, separate, um, so that way we don't have to deal with this. So that way we can put a temporary pause to whatever it is that's going on. Yet at the same time, um, it's, it might be quite difficult to go away since, like I said, this whole COVID exists everywhere. So, um, to put a little pause on this, I figured I would talk about resilience and, um, how we all as individuals, as humans deal with difficulties in so many different ways. And some of us might be able to come out of tough situations quicker than others, um, Sometimes some of us might be dealing with the rough situations and not knowing how to come out of it. So I have to use one of my colleague's words and sometimes his words have such empowerment towards, um, towards what's going on or just the way he speaks can be very uh, caring, very powerful. So one of the things that he talks about resilience is one of the messages actually that he uses in his practice is resilience is intrinsic. And what that means is that your, that your ability to endure, heal, evolve, and love is so much greater than your suffering. So the suffering in a current situation, the COVID and suffering can mean anything from um, trying to balance work remotely, um, whether let's say a single individual with living at home by yourself and the difficulties that are associated with it, which means not necessarily seeing others physically, um, to be so separated, to feel so extremely alone and lonely. Um, to the difficulties and suffering of working remotely with our families, with our partners, children, and managing uh, the, this whole balance. The suffering being, um, I think I've mentioned it in our last podcast, first responders. Um, and what they are dealing with, and I've spoken to a few who I have known and I still know and I communicate with them because as a friend, as a colleague, and because I care. Um, and the stories that I hear of horrific stories of not being able to sleep in their own bed, sleeping in basements, in garages, on mattresses, in tents, separating by showering in a separate bathroom, disinfecting every particular area that they, they touch um, 
to feel like uh, to feel the the need to not only separate themselves physically from what they're touching but from their families the inability to hug their children to hug their partners um how emotionally uh suffering that is um so suffering suffering being loss loss of someone um something that maybe some of us have already dealt with or are dealing with the inability to see our loved ones when they are hospitalized in a hospital uh, or in a comfort of their home and they're extremely ill, sick or dying or even already having passed and difficulties in being with our families to hug them, to support them. So the mourning, the suffering of the mourning, the grief of grieving alone and not in a comfort of our family physically. Um, virtual, video, it's all different. Even though it allows us to be there physically, we are not there and that is difficult. So another suffering. Um, so suffering, suffering, whatever any kind that comes up to you in your mind. And how important resilience is to foster the resilience, um, to learn how to manage these crises, the hard times, the trauma that this COVID has brought upon us. And how can we find the strength to, to survive, to, to heal ourselves, to become greater than what this is. So. Some of us, like I said, might have better tools than others. Um, and sometimes maybe we need more tools. Uh, support, the ability to communicate with others, the ability to hear the emotions of others, the ability to just listen. I think that's one of the other things that is so important, I think, when it comes to resilience is the ability to vent uh, maybe not too much, but the ability to vent and wanting to be heard and having the other person really be there to listen without judgment or um, any form of an opinion, just there to listen. And maybe we as therapists, we try our best to always be that ear and sometimes our personalities come out in it as well. But the resilience, resilience is intrinsic, the ability to endure, heal, evolve, and love is so much greater than your suffering. We can acknowledge, I think I've mentioned acknowledgement many times before, to acknowledge that this is difficult, this is hard. It is extremely difficult and hard, and I know I'm repeating this, to lose, to lose someone we love to deal with the fact that we cannot be there, to feel so separated, so alone, so helpless, hopeless, all of it. Um, and I think to, to, to become greater than this, to, to survive this mentally, psychologically, emotionally, I think it is important to find positivity. And I know that's a hard one to say at this moment, but to find positivity, to find some pure happiness, to find strength in maybe the small things, 
Because once again, the small things can give us the greater smiles, the bigger smiles. Um, I'm going to use this as an example. I just played a game with my daughter. Um, it was one of those elf on a shelf games, board games, and it has to do with kindness and positivity. And one of the questions on a card was, look at the person that you're playing with and smile for as long as you can without needing to laugh. So you're supposed to hold your smile in a certain position, obviously, however you smile, and not laugh. Now, you could even do that in front of a mirror because I guarantee at some point you're going to make yourself laugh. And I think that's important to just acknowledge that regardless of what is going on, it's also easy to fall into our worry, our fears, the racing thoughts. Um, it is easy. However, I think it is also important and it can be easy to learn new habits of smiles, laughter, silliness. Um, hey, you're home. Yes, and we have to work remotely and we have to learn how to balance and whatnot. Use this time to take care of yourself. The things that you've always wanted to do, whether it is to pick up a yoga mat, even if you don't have one, straight carpet, and do some exercises, even if they look silly because you are not going to the studio at the moment and you're just trying to make some poses. They may not be perfect, but you are doing it. Um, the ability to, like I said earlier, look at yourself in a mirror, smile, laugh, make a silly face. Nobody's looking. You're just looking at yourself. Um, so, yes. So I think it really comes down to the mental health during COVID and mental health post-COVID. And there will be a lot of different emotions. I, I think that's a fact. I think that is something that... Um, has yet to be kind of opened up. However, mental health concerns, issues, conflicts, they have always been there. Um, and I'm not talking about the severity of mental health. I'm talking about just emotional, psychological, mental health that, of our own and how we deal with situations. A lot of it has to do with how we were raised and how we reacted to some of these situations and how were those situations handled by our loved ones, by our parents. So a lot of this is almost conditioned, a habit, but we can also choose how to respond in a better way, in a healthier way, if some of our patterns in the past may not necessarily have been that way. So if, let's say, I am someone that has more racing thoughts than than usual, and mind you, I think during this time it's a, probably a little bit normal that some of us might have no, uh, more racing thoughts than not, is slow down. They're there. They will be there. They're not going to run away, I guarantee, by learning how to just check in, pause, breathe, smile. Uh, give yourself a mental break. You know these thoughts are going to be there, so schedule a time for yourself, whether it is 10 minutes. Um, so talking about mental health, maybe I should use that in my next podcast and talking about the effects of COVID. So I think this podcast in general has a lot to do with just mindful counseling, the ability, how we utilize ourselves, how we utilize our own mental health 
to benefit us because we don't necessarily have to become, um, I was going to say sufferers, but I think I just came up with that word <laughs> because of my bilingual side, but to, we don't have to necessarily suffer. Suffering can be anything that we choose to, to react to. I guess if that makes sense. So COVID does not necessarily have to mean that you need to suffer. Um, I think we are all in situations that have been outside of our norm in, in many ways. And that we can choose to utilize this pandemic, this COVID situation. I'm sure it's something that we'll remember for the rest of our lives. But we can choose to move forward with it. We can choose to take our mental health and just check in. We don't have to be watching the news all the time. We don't have to be talking about it. Here I am talking about it, but we don't have to talk about it. We don't have to watch the news all the time. Um, we already know what our routines are. Sometimes they feel boring. Um, someone has used the terminology of, uh, I'm a fish in a bowl. Very interesting analogy. And yeah, I think in some ways that's what it kind of feels like that our homes are our fish tanks, fish bowls, and we are almost just confined to, to the small little space and we just have to learn how to play in it. And maybe in some ways it's foreign to us because we've always stepped out of our homes to take care of our jobs or to take care of our kids, kids going to school. So we've always had to, we always had the balance of that separation. And at this point, we, many of us do not. So the importance of mental health, the importance of to, 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 to be resilient during this difficult time, uh, to foster it, to allow ourselves to gain control in who we are, true to ourselves, look at our own strengths, um, or maybe new strengths. Where is it that you would like to focus on? Where would you like to focus uh, in a positive way? Yeah, positive affirmations, we can talk about that 24-7. Sometimes it may not necessarily click if we don't want to do it or, you know, quote-unquote, don't believe it. But cooking, mindful of what we eat, what we don't eat, mindful of exercise, mindful of sitting, mindful of running around, um, reading. So, once again, we don't have to suffer. We already know this is this is almost feels like a suffering, but we can choose how to move forward. So I'm trying to keep my podcast because I'm looking at the time, not too long, but long enough that I can hopefully get my point across by to also hopefully uh, provide you with some comfort, to give you some uh, soothing, almost um, hope. And I know my voice may not necessarily, because I realized, sound perfect or there's an accent and maybe I'll speak about that as well. But for now, I hope these podcasts are helping you. And please, I know this is just an audio for you to listen, but if there's anything that you would like for me to focus on, I would greatly appreciate. That would definitely give me a better directive towards maybe what my listeners want to hear and uh, focus on. Um, I think I can help you with that as well. So comment, feedbacks, ideas, 
Um, and until next time, be well and be safe.